What's up, everybody? This is Aaron Clark, and welcome to our Fresh Start Morning Worship. Uh, this is a great, great and fine day. Grateful to be alive. We're grateful for the Lord. We have resurrection coming up. You know, Resurrection Sunday is coming up. Our Good Friday is coming up, and um, it's just a, a blessing. Uh, we always should always thank the Lord for sending His Son. Uh, Jesus Christ to die for our sins and uh, raise from the dead and give offer us life and in exchange for our lives and it's just the the whole resurrection story is amazing so we celebrate him not just in April not just during this time but every day every day we celebrate and we thank the Lord uh, for taking our place you know but this is just a time that uh, we we celebrate and our Good Fridays and Easter's coming up but Hey, I thank God every day, every day for for dying for me. So uh, I pray everyone had a great weekend. I pray your family is doing well and all that good stuff, y'all. Hey, we got a great, great, great conversation today. We're dealing with James 2 and 26. Faith without works is dead. I'm titling this Faith Plus Works. I got my good friends with me. Two of my good brothers, man, Pastor Will Smith and Pastor Justin Watkins. Uh, Pastor Will Smith is in St. Louis and Pastor Justin is in Dayton, Ohio with Passion Church. And uh, they're going to join me in this conversation as we dive into the scripture of uh, James 2 and 22, James 2 and 26, faith without works is dead. And we're calling it faith plus works. And we're going to dive straight in. I pray this time bless you. I pray and encourages you. God bless. Let's go, man. Let's dive into this topic, man. Faith plus works. Yeah, All right. Get it. James 2. James 2 and 26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. So this concept, man, of faith plus works. What what just on that scripture, Pastor Justin, man. Can I call you Pastor Jay? What what do they what do hey whatever? It's all good, man. We all family. All right, Pastor, Pastor Jay, man, Passion Church, Dayton, man. Open us up, man. What's your thoughts on this scripture? Because, as I said before, I think we, 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 we get saints to a point of faith, stepping out on faith, yeah. but I personally feel sometimes we drop it. We leave them there. Like, we don't... <laughs> We don't do like, okay, there, there, there are some works that you, you do have to do, you know, we get them to the point, but there's nothing else after that, man. So what's your thoughts on, on, on this text, man? And, and just faith plus works. Yo, that's, that's so good. It's, it's such a captivating text and a captivating scripture. Uh, but I, I feel like in this text, like one of the first things we have to consider is what is the legitimate identity or definition of faith? Like, uh, and I know this is taking it back a step in, in, in one sense, but I feel like we have to define that. So if faith is belief in God, if it's belief and faith in, in Jesus, then we have to look at that as, you know, pairing that with other scriptures that talk about, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let, we had this conversation uh, when we were chopping it up a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, just to say that faith is not just risky behavior. So I don't want to put that out there that people can just have a selfish ambition like, yo, I want to be... I don't know the next Michael Jordan. I'm five nine, and I don't even hoop like that. But I, I'm going to the league. Like, you know, it's not just a hoop dream. You actually have to have a hope in Christ for you to even make an effort towards trying to complete a certain 
task or endeavor. So yeah. first things first, mm-hmm. it has to be a word from God. Or you ain't stepping out on faith, you stepping out on thin air. <laughs> like, <laughs> like them cartoons with the Wiley Coyote, you stepping out on thin air and you will soon fall because you don't have a firm foundation. So if that act of faith is not founded on the word of God, first, first thing, you're in trouble. You know, first things first, you're in trouble. So make sure that the act of faith is founded on the word of God. And the other B part of that is, yeah, like it has to have some, 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 some movement behind it. You got to put some feet to your faith. Like you actually have to put some sweat equity behind whatever it is that you believe in God for. If you believe that God said it, at some point, your behavior should testify to the fact that you believe. That scripture is is spot on. It says, for as the body without the spirit is dead. So I'm, I'm a hospice chaplain. So I'm in the room when I'm standing over just the shell of a body. And so I can mm. see, man, this looks like, this looks like Mr. So-and-so. This looks like Miss Crabtree, but the spirit of, of Miss Crabtree is gone. Right? Yeah. So it's with that shell. And so this is what the Bible is talking about. That, that faith without works is just a shell. You just look like you, you really believe. Wow. But when it comes down to it, if you cut it to the core, there's no life or movement Woo! or blood. Dude, you said you said you look like you believe. We, we know how to look like we believe. Y'all know we know how to you look said like we, we look, man. Listen, I'm not mad about it. You yep. said we look like. Hey. And I think. No, go ahead, Will. Yeah. Now go All ahead. Right, so, so go back to your point um, that faith is not risky behavior. Like mm-hmm. when we said, when, you, when we were talking about that last week and we were chopping it up, man, I was like, oh my God, because I really believe. Honestly, that's what a lot of people think faith is. They really think that faith is like this risky behavior um, and that there's no type of calculation and no type of analysis and logical thought that goes into it. Like, um, we we just think that we can just jump out there. Like you said, five, nine, I'm about to be the baddest. You know, I'm about <laughs> to be the next bronze. And it don't even work like that. Like, I'm believing God for a house, but my credit score is 415. Right. Um, I'm believing him. Yeah, I'm believing him for a four hundred thousand house, four hundred four hundred thousand dollar house, right? And my credit score is like four fifteen, um, and I make it twelve dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. That's not faith. My God. Now it's you have faith, and it may not be for that large of a purchase, right. uh, but that faith sometimes gets misplaced and it's and it's misguided because. We tell people all the time, even in church, that, you know, all it takes is faith and then God going to do it. And like you said, uh, Aaron, we get them to a place of belief and then we drop them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then they get mad and frustrated when their faith and when they're their belief, because, you know, we got to identify the word faith. So faith is a strong confidence in something or strong confidence in God. So when it gets when it gets disappointed. Then they stop believing and then they'll think, well, right. well, God don't love me. God don't approve. Um, and maybe I didn't believe him enough. Now, I've been in situations where I believed God for people to be healed and they died. Mm-hmm. Um, it don't mean that I lack faith. It just means that, you know, they die because right. life do what life does. And so we get them to this place of faith and we get them to a place of believing. But often it's like they believe for the moment. They believe as long as the church service is hype. And then once the church service dies off, then they back to that part of, well, they don't really believe no more because now, you know, 
the rubber beats the road. Like you got to put some sweat equity, like just right. Justin said, some sweat equity behind that. Your your behavior has to show that you believe, and we we just leave them at the hype. Yeah, we leave them at the apex, and then we walk away, and then they like Wally Coyote. Chasing after the road runner, <laughs> he be heaping road runner take off, and Wiley Cowley fall and hit the pavement, and then they smack the pavement, and they be like, "Man, well, I try to believe in God for this, and it don't work." And so then they get mad and they leave God because they believe God for a certain thing, but they didn't have the discipline for it. They didn't have yeah. you know the things for it that that was going to sustain it, and they just think that God was supposed to just give it to them because they believed. And we tell people that all the time, "Just believe, and He'll do it for you." And that's not that's not how it works. Yeah, you, you you said something, man. You know, you using uh, uh someone purchasing a house, uh, and you still got to do that work and stuff, man. Actually, man, my 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 wife and I, I think we close on our home, man, within in a couple of weeks. You know, um, but that, but but check this out, though, man. That 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 was three years in doing, though. Come on, we my wife and I, we in the same place, man. Like we're working, we're building our credit. And that takes faith. Like that takes not only faith, but it takes work. It takes discipline. Yes. It takes paying your bills on time. Like you said, but that was three years. That was three years in the working. Yeah. But for other people on the outside looking in, it's like, you know, it happened overnight, but it didn't happen overnight. It, it took did. what? Two, it, three, 36 months. Yeah. I was with you on that, man. Like you can't just, you can't just stop it here, man. And one of the things that I've, um, this term, this churchy term that that I'm, I'm still, I'm trying to wrap my head around because I believe sometimes we're taught stuff in church growing up that as you mature in the word and mature in Christ, you need to take a step back and say, okay, hold up. It, is that just, is that really Bible or is that just, it doesn't just sound good, you know, or was it just a good, because I'm trying to figure out this word when we say step out on faith, what does that mean? If I, if, I, if I live in faith and, and I walk in faith, when we say a step out in faith, and I'm not knocking it, but what does that mean? Because I think sometimes we're in church and we say this stuff, and for someone who is not mature, they what what does that mean, man? Like step it out, step out on faith. What does that mean? That's so good. So I, I I'll, I'll grab that real quickly. I believe when people have said that. Historically, they're they're referencing the story of Peter oh, stepping Peter. outside of the boat, exactly. walking exactly. on the water. But again, I caution that Peter was stepping out on the water in response to a word from the Lord. He said, if it be you, bid me to come. And so once he heard that word from Jesus, then he was able to walk on water. Had Jesus not given the word, he would have drowned. He would have sank like an anchor. <laughs> he would have sank like an anchor to the bottom of the sea. So I... I, I understand where people are getting that from, but again, it has to be in response to a word. And uh, yeah, I believe that we have to give context and, and really disciple people in the word. Like you said, we, we say a whole lot in church and just expect that everybody that comes into the church has grown up in this culture. Culture has right. norms, and language, but if you didn't grow up in, in Spain, you're not gonna know the, the language. Fact, so if I'm a yeah. newcomer to the to the house and I'm I'm not, already a believer who has been uh, in some way conditioned and, and, and molded to the, the culture of the church, you may say something like that and it will go clear over my head Absolutely. because I don't understand what you're talking about. So uh, I, I don't know if that answered the question, but it, it was just to put, put a seed down on it that sometimes we say things and maybe that needs to be broken down so we don't just take for granted that everybody in the Absolutely. house is saved. 
that everybody in the house has grown up in church, that right. everybody went to children's church and Sunday school when they were little, we have to break those things down and, and still disciple people towards Christ. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. But then we still got to deal with the fact that Peter, he still started sinking. <laughs> he still yeah. got to deal with that. And that's the fact. He still got to deal with that. He, True. He, he went out. He went out based upon Jesus. He was like, if that's you, let me come out there. Jesus was like, come on. Like, you come on out here. Then yeah. he got out there. And, you know, they say, well, because he took his eyes off Jesus, he began <laughs> to sink. But, you know, he, he started to sink. And I think a lot of times we think we, I think we use our faith to insulate us from trouble and a lot of different things. And, and faith doesn't insulate us mm -hmm. from life. It just doesn't. And so his faith got him out there, but he still sunk or began to sink because he was, you know, um, I don't think that his faith wasn't strong enough because he was, he had been following, he'd been with Jesus for a long time. Right. But he still be, he still sank. And I think we have to deal with that in context to tell people just because you step out don't mean that there won't be times where you won't sink. Mm. And that, and mm. you, your sinking doesn't mean that you lack faith. Mm. It's just, I believe it's just a circumstance that just happens um, and that we, we continue to keep pushing anyway, because we think, well, you know, cause we all, we, we've all heard it. Well, he took his eyes off Jesus and he started sinking. So you got to keep your eye on Jesus. So you don't sink. What if my eye is on Jesus? Like the book of Hebrews, they had, they were, they believed the promise, but they were never able to go into the promised land. Some of them Bible says they died in faith. They died mm -hmm. believing that they would see the promise, but they didn't see the promise. Mm -hmm. They died believing it. So does that mean either that means either God um, is not trustworthy, uh, or, or it means their their faith was small, um, or it means that you know what's the point of having faith? Mm -hmm. I mean, because there are a lot of things that we believed God for and had faith for, and God was was silent on a lot of stuff and God just didn't allow us to have a lot of things because we believed I was, I was there. I was believing God for a lot of things and God did not allow me to have certain things that I was believing for. And I think that I was using my faith to get him to move. And that's another, can we talk about that? How we try to use faith as a manipulation tool and tactic to get God to move on our behalf because you faith, it up, not, I'm, I'm sorry. Go for it. You open the door, man. So we do, good, we use, but we use faith to to manipulate God. Like we use faith and we use and we use praise. And I for I wish that we would stop using those two, at least those two, to try to manipulate God to move on our behalf. Number one, faith is not for God; it's for us. Mm -hmm. God don't have to have faith in humanity. Right. Faith faith is for us. It's not. It ain't. It ain't for God. And so, and then praise is in response to what God has done or what God is going to do. But just because you praise him crazy on Sunday don't mean that there's going to be a check in the mail. Mm -hmm. and, and so we, we, we do all of these things believing that if I do this enough, praises are protected. I got a praise that preserves it. Oh, like, listen, <laughs> God is just good. Yeah. Point blank, period. period. Even if you don't get the loan, God is good. good. Yes, sir. Even if you don't close on the house today, is he still good? Yeah. Yes, he is still good. So I can't manipulate him with my faith because 
faith ain't for God. It's for me. It's to build me up to believe that my, you know, I, I need that faith. I need that. Why? Because the reason I need faith is because number one, we worry too much about things. I believe that it really, um, it answers or it helps to answer and even not even appease our anxiety and our worry. Um, and, but if we, if we continue to use faith as a manipulation tactic, then we'll continue to remain in this cycle, in this up and down cycle of praise and frustration for the remainder of our life. And we'll believe God when, you know, we got a little extra money. And then, you know, when we don't, then, you know, our faith is a little bit too small to believe God for us. So we just can't continue to try to manipulate God and think that he's obligated to answer us because um, we're trying to use faith and praise to get him to do stuff in our life. Man. That's that's solid, man. Pastor Jay, I, I, your, your head is you're, you're turning, man. Will done open up a whole door. No, that's that's so good. I mean, just to that point, I, I think that's a lot of undoing uh, of mm -hmm. maybe some church culture that has conditioned us to believe that uh, just this walk in general is is a cakewalk. That every yes. everything done in God ends in a favorable end. We consider the disciples and the apostles. You know, their end was not what we would consider to be favorable. In fact, all, all killed, <laughs> you know, all died. All. <laughs> unfavorable deaths. And so that, that, that just points to and justifies the fact that faith does not always look like a million dollars. It doesn't always look like promotion. It doesn't always look like a bigger house, a, a larger car. Uh, sometimes faith is just faith. Right. I mean, you know, some, sometimes it is just faith without the additives, without the uh, the carrot dangled in front of us, it, it, it literally is, a, it is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Yeah. But it, but it is not always a favorable end in the sense that it shows up in a way that we, in a worldly sense, would dignify it to be valuable. You know, sometimes we think everything that, that we do in God is about to end in me, you know, getting a promotion. Sometimes Ooh. it doesn't. Sometimes it is going to lead to you knowing how to die. <laughs> That's why, I mean, Paul said, you know, I, I can do all things. I learned how to be a base and a back. Like and a his, bound. his faith in God taught him how to lack. Like, yeah. so we, we don't give much credence to that. And that's not a, that's not a shouting message. as my other brother would say. That's not something we really shout on, but faith is, is really, like you said, it's just confidence. It's confidence in God. It's belief in God. It's yeah. trust in God. It's saying that God, you, he who comes to me must first believe that that I am. That's what the scripture says. Yes. Must first believe that he is. Boy, and and that he's a rewarder. But you know, we, we do have to disconnect that that ideology that faith always leads to a promotion or or some type of earthly, earthly benefit. Because our, our, our treasures are in heaven. And so that doesn't say that we won't be blessed and benefited here, but we always have to remember where what, what we're tied to is 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 beyond these earthly things. It's beyond these earthly uh, treasures and jobs and promotions. Like we, we really have to keep faith in the spiritual realm where it is and, and let it let it birth what it will. Then the Bible it says he's the rewarder. Let him bring the reward. I don't need to have the reward already set. I already got my prize package set up for you, Jesus, because I'm praying and I'm fasting. I, I need this job and this new, uh, this new Benz car. You, we already got our prize package set up. But let God reward us for our faith. Because we're not doing it for the stuff, we're doing it to please and honor him. Man. I think culturally we're preaching it from a Western perspective as well. And and, oh. and from that Western perspective, we heap everything is about self, 
us, yes. us, us, yes. us, us, me, 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 me. I got mm -hmm. faith for this. I got faith. I got faith that can move the unmovable. I got faith they can conquer anything. I got faith for this. Like we, like if we really take time to like listen and dissect what we're saying, the messages that we're preaching, what we preach, man, this oh, I think a lot of times we do ourselves a disservice and we do our parishioners and those who are following us and who are listening to us um, a disservice. And like you said, Pastor Jay, like there's a lot of undoing and a lot of unlearning. And maybe um, now this is a really trendy word, some deconstructing that mm -hmm. we have to do um, because we've heard so much and we've experienced so little. We heard so much on faith and we had messages and shouted on faith and, you know, um, and then, but when it all boiled down to it, like you said, faith is just faith. And I believe God for this, but I got that. Right. And so then how do I still praise God for this when I was believing for that? Yeah. And, and man, it's just faith plus works. Uh, and, you know, not to get away from your point. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, but you know there is a left because we, we we talk about sweatless victories and god's gonna give you homes listen he gave the children of israel homes that they didn't have to build I mean, you know but they had to they had to build them in the wilderness now let's not forget they were in the wilderness for 40 years so this is why um he came and tabernacled with them they, they had to learn how to survive in the wilderness for 40 years but I, you know, there's this uh, this kind of ma magician type feel that we give to God um, and that, you know, we rub the lamp, say the magic words and we good. And so we use faith as these magic words and this ability to rub the lamp. And that's just not how it is. It, that's not how it works. And so then we are afraid to put the work to it. Was it Frederick Douglass said, you know, he was the one who had to start with, he started saying his prayers with his feet. You know, mm -hmm. he didn't see no change mm -hmm. when he was fighting, you know, as an abolitionist until he started praying with his feet. That means putting his words and putting some action behind his prayers. And a lot of time we don't put action behind our prayers. We pray and then we walk away and we were like, well, God, give me a strategy. OK, get your notebook, get your pen <laughs> and start writing the strategy. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? Two things, man. That came one, and and for for those who's watching, man, you know, we could clarify that. When, now, when it comes, this is not dealing with salvation. Now, when it comes to salvation, ain't no works with that. That that's all God's. No, you don't have to work God. for salvation. That's, that's all God. Because I don't want people mm -hmm. to think, well, faith plus works. So. You know, I I already tell. I feel it. I feel it. Somebody's ready to type. Somebody gonna say it. Yeah. No, we're not talking about salvation. That's all God. We do not work for salvation. That's all Him. So we're not talking about that. I, but I think, man, that sometimes we have have we reduced it, man? Because anytime you you think about faith, and I love it what y'all said, man. Can faith just be faith? Like I believe God. Like I I, I just believe in God. Why do we always, when we talk about faith, we always go straight, we associate faith with the material things. It's always, mm. you have faith to get, and we start naming material things. Faith wow. to do, and we start going material. Like, why can't it just be faith, man? Like, why is it always tied to something, material money, 
and and all that stuff, man. I'm like, it's not a guarantee that you said where you're gonna get. You may get a check in the mail, but it's not a guarantee that you're gonna get a million dollar check in the mail, you know. But why do we always tie it to something with, with material things? You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Because, makes perfect sense. Go ahead. Because it was because it was us who did it in the first place. Mm. And so then we stand in the place of God. And oftentimes, like we don't really be honest with our testimonies. Like for real, for real. Like when you get a, a refund check in the mail, it was a check that you probably nine chances out of ten you forgot was coming in the mail. Let's just keep it a whole the whole buck. Let's keep it one hundred percent honest. A lot of the time, the checks in the mail testimonies are checks that you forgot that was coming. Mm. And yes, through God's provision, you know it came at the time that you needed, but it was not that you weren't expecting. You forgot that the check was coming. Like it just wasn't no unexpected check in the mail. Like there had to be a transaction that happened somewhere mm -hmm. where, you know, some funds were released and they came and, you know, you forgot that, you know, the money was coming and boom, it hit. But oftentimes we reduce faith to, to material things because we go out and we do them on our own. It don't, if, mm -hmm. you, if for real, for real, bro, like it don't take faith to buy a car. It don't take faith to buy a house. Let's keep this a whole buck. It don't. It take good credit. It take income. <laughs> so real. this is the reason why we reduce it down to materialistic things because we did it. We put ourselves in the position in the place of God. And so we did that. We went and put, we bought the house. We went and bought the car. God didn't do that. Mm -hmm. God probably told you, he said, get your credit stuff together. You know, you got to be a good financial steward over your stuff. But this is the reason why we reduce it because it's the tangible. We're like we can see that, we can feel that, but like just belief and just believing God. Um, number one, that takes a whole that takes faith on a whole different level. Mm -hmm. We're we're believing in something that we cannot see. Right. We cannot physically see Him, and the Bible says, "Blessed is he who has not seen and still believe." Come on. Yeah. And so. That's that I really, really believe in my heart of hearts. This is why we dumb it down to the material because we go out and we do it ourselves. And we tell people, if you got faith like me, God will give you that Mercedes Benz just like He gave it to me. No, your job and your credit afforded you that Mercedes Benz. Right. And if you and if your credit was horrible, you ain't telling nobody that you're making a seven hundred dollar a month car mm. payment on a two a two thousand and two <laughs> Mercedes with a thirty four percent interest rate. You ain't telling nobody that. Mm -hmm. we're not telling them that part we just tell them look at my blessing that ain't a, the bible says the blessing of the lord it maketh rich, rich and addeth no sorrow no. and the blessing ain't even materialistic but we made the blessing materialistic if you go back and if we do any type of history on the blessing never mind <laughs> then we'll see that the blessing was not always materialistic it was the it was what the father spoke over the firstborn son mm -hmm. And released, but now, but that's not what is happening here. We're we're putting ourselves in positions, and we're making it seem as if God has moved in our life, and God ain't really blessed. Like it don't, like I said, it doesn't take faith to buy a house. It don't take faith to buy a car. It mm -hmm. just don't. It takes finances, and it takes and it takes it takes um, credit, good credit. And if you got horrible credit, you're gonna have a horrible credit score, and you're gonna have a high APR, and you'll still be paying off off your car. But that ain't God. But I take the practical pastor. That's I, I love what you're saying because it I means sometimes we do have to be very practical in, in saying that 
the material things that we we attach to God are really more so for our own personal validation. Absolutely. Not necessarily something that has come from God himself. Absolutely. These are things that we may do to value. We live in the most, uh, I guess, overexposed culture that we've ever had. We, we see everybody on social media being blessed. And so I believe, you know, sometimes it ain't Jesus telling you to get something. It's something that has been imprinted and implanted in your brain that says, I need to keep up with the Joneses or the Smiths or the Clarks. And they, they got a new car, so I need to go out and do the same so my life will look blessed. But if God hasn't told uh -oh. you to do that, your life can still be blessed. Right. There are people, and we understand this, we understand this so keenly. There are people, to your point earlier, Pastor Will, we are in the Western world, but there are people all across this globe who have minuscule amounts of resources in comparison to us in the Western world. And there are those who love Jesus with their whole hearts and have faith <laughs> unlike anything we've ever seen. And they will never see a, a car. They will never own a car. They will never own a three bedroom or two, two bathroom house. They will never have, you know, the materialistic things that we sometimes align and associate with being blessed. Yes. But they have Jesus. Yes. And man, if, if you talk to, you know, I, I'm not trying to get off subject, but if you talk to some of these people in, in these uh, third world countries who really have faith, they feel sorry for us. If you, be, if you have a conversation with them, they're like, y'all got all this stuff and y'all ain't even have it. Y'all have all this materialistic things and you think you really have, like those things have become your God. So we, we oftentimes mm. are trying mm. to validate our wow. faith by the things that we own. Wow. And, that's, and I, I don't want to get off the subject, but uh, mm. getting back on the subject, there are practical things that we have to do after. If the Lord says you get in another house, to Pastor Will's point, absolutely. There are, God is going to give strategy. When yes. you think about the tabernacle, I, my wife and I, we, we talk about this often. If you consider the tabernacle and how detailed God was, if you look at the ark that Noah built, if you look at how detailed God was, talking about the cubits and the breadth and the length and the width, God will give you a word, but then he will get, if you if you stay still long enough. Yes, sir. If you stay still long enough, there will be a word and a directive that comes after that. Man. Sometimes we get anxious. Like, yo, I got to hurry up and make this too. I got to make this happen on my own or people won't say that I'm blessed. Man, <laughs> you, you, you said something, brother, man. If you man. stay still long enough. Come on. I got right. Man, listen. Long I, enough. Man, I, I'm like, we serve a God, man. Listen, man, you, you're making me happy, man. Let's <laughs> check it out, man. I, I, I share with my wife, man. We, we serve a God, man. I think we just, we just think he, I'm like, man, you got to understand the God we serve. Like, he's a God of detail, strategic. Like, he, he knows how to, if you listen to him, man, he will tell you how to move and how to, I'm like, man, if, if he can guide them, man, by a, a pillar of cloud and fire and, you're like, come on, man. Like, God knows exactly how to get you where you need to go. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to strategically move. No, he talked about no man. He said he didn't say hey, build a boat, have at it. He said, no, build a boat. Here's what I want. This, this, you, this, blah, blah, da, 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 this. You know, you had to sit still long enough, man, and get the fullness of God. Because sometimes I think we we give, we, we hear the initial word and then we go, boom. Lord. Say that one. More, say that one more. We hear what, and we hear the initial word. We hear the initial word, and then we go. We 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 fire. We gone, and, and God's like, hold up. 
I wasn't done talking. I, I, I wasn't done. I, I didn't give you the rest of the detail. I, I, there was some more to this story, <laughs> you know. Right. But right. and then and then when, and then when it doesn't work out, man, then we start saying like, oh well, maybe that wasn't the will of the Lord for me. And I'm like, no, you 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 just took off too fast. Like you <laughs> you had the initial word, but 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 you you was gone, man. So yo, that that blessed me, man. Will, what was you gonna say? I just like y'all both preaching, man. Like we. If you like you said, sit still long enough to mm. get the rest of the message, man, to get the rest of the directions. We, we, but think if you really think how long did it take Noah to build the ark, man? How long did it take him? It took it took long time for him to right. build that ark. God gave him the directions, and I'm sure you know, of course, you don't you don't get the directions overnight. Um, mm -hmm. and for us, for him to, I, cause I don't even really think that he downloaded it to him, like all in, in one dump. Mm -hmm. I think it took multiple right. sessions and multiple series in order for him to do it. Right. Um, I don't know what their no, no taking skills were. None of that, you know, keep it all the way in context. But the thing is, we don't sit still long enough to hear mm. we then, but then we hear what we want to hear and everything else we dismiss. Wow. So wow. we have selective hearing when it comes to faith. Yeah. Wow. And works. Yes. And then, and then we need to stop believing that anything bad is the devil and everything good is God. Mm. Wow. Because we don't. <laughs> because we'll think that, you know, where our our faith, me having faith equals God only doing good things. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Just because, just because something good happened doesn't mean that you had the faith and that doesn't mean that it was God. And just because something bad happened doesn't mean that it was the devil. You can be riding to work and you get a flat tire. That's bad as inconvenient, but the devil didn't put the, the nail in the road. It was just laying in the road. <laughs> so we, we just attribute, you know, so many things, you know, good to God and bad to the devil. And like everything is just off balance. It's just cattywampus and it's, it doesn't make sense. And so to pass the Justin's point, like you have a, a church, uh, a young church, and now you have a responsibility of teaching them. Um, and so they can see, you know, all right, this is how you absolute, this is how you maneuver. If God gives you a word, don't you just run off with the first thing that he says, and then you just go start jumping and doing, but right. stay and get the rest of the message, you know, and, 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 and because that takes respond that takes the responsibility of a shepherd it is your job it's the shepherd's job to make sure that the sheep are protected mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know sometimes you got to have faith for your sheep because your sheep because sheep are like are, they ain't dumb <laughs> they they intelligent but then they not so smart as well <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying because <laughs> you gotta you gotta have faith for you gotta have faith for yourself you gotta have faith for your your kids. You gotta have faith. You gotta have mm -hmm. faith for like four, five, fifteen hundred different people. Yeah. When it come downtown, when they come down to it, and so like being still, man, we we really we need to practice that the art of just being still and hearing God, and wow. you know, um, because that's a part of the work, is actually yeah. being still. Yes, sir. That, that's a part of the work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it, it, it's it's. You know, man, I'm glad we I'm, I'm glad we could just converse and dialogue about this, man. Because sometimes, man, you know, when you read scripture, man, you know, and when you by yourself, man, you're like, man, you just need somebody to talk to. Because I read this, man, and and I, I bring I make it practical because sometimes I do think we we don't make things 
practical. For example, man, uh, I use health, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so for, for me, man, I, I look at years ago, man, you know, I, I started my, my, I don't know, you want to say health journey or whatever it was, you know, but mm-hmm. just getting mm-hmm. my, my, myself together, you know what I'm saying? Not that I was bad or anything, but I just wanted to make sure I got myself together, man, because I, hey, I'm like, Lord, we, I'm, I'm living a long life, man. I'm like, listen, my great-grandfather, I believe, my mom said, man, that he, he died at 95. I said, oh, yeah, well, it's in me. I, I could push 96, 97. It's in me. If he can do 95, <laughs> it's in my bloodline. I, I can get right. there. <laughs> right, right. You know? And I have faith that I can get there. But but here's the word. You got to change your eating habit, bro. You got to start bro. exercising. Get your discipline. Cut this out. You know, watching what you're doing, stuff like that to maintain your 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 health. So yeah, the faith. I, I got the word, man, that I got to give me long life and give me longevity, you know. But there's still a work, man, that I have to do. Uh, and I just use that because I, I I hear a lot of people, you know, uh when and I'm not knocking anybody's healing. If anybody's watching need to be healed, we're gonna pray, you know, God will will heal you and he oh, will yeah. do that. But we also got to put the work in on the other side mm-hmm. of it. And I, I know God will heal me because my faith is just in God and he's a healer. That's what my faith is. But my work is I got to watch what I'm eating. I can't talk about God heal me and, and I'm stuffing five Big Macs and, and Twinkies and <laughs> and, and Doritos and, and drinking five Pepsis a day and smoking three packs yes. of cigarettes and talking about well, my faith is in God's going to heal me. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. What, what's your thoughts on that, <laughs> if anything, man? No, that's, that's what I'm a- I'm going to read the scripture that goes right in line with that. It's in the same passage, but it leapt out to me as you were speaking. It's verse 18. It says, but someone, this is the NKJV, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. The next portion says, show me your faith show without your, your faith, works man. and I will show you my faith by my words. Yeah. So this is saying that faith really can be detected by what's seen in the application of, of, of that word. Yes, sir. Back to your point. I'm going to call you Pastor Clark or Pastor <laughs> Back to your point. <laughs> he said, oh, no. <laughs> Back to your point. If you have a, a word from God or you have something that you believe in God for, and you're saying that, that you re- I really believe God for, for health and divine healing or divine health, but my actions and my works don't align with that, it, it, that cannot be fully yeah. defined as faith. fragmented. It, it may be an infected faith because it, it's not operating the way that it's supposed to. Because the scripture says that you will be able to see my faith by my works. So that the works, the, the, the fruit will be visible. Yes. The fruit will be visible. It won't be just the figs. It'll be the fruit as well. You will be able to visibly see a manifestation of what I really believe. If I Come really on. believe, the Bible, I mean, that's, that text goes on to say that even the demons believe. Even yeah. demons believe in God. Yes, sir. But they don't Justin, serve them. Justin, so, where Justin. the world meets the road. Is where Just it turns into the manifestation of a changed Come life on. and changed actions. So faith Come has on. to be detected and really dignified by the works that we actually walk out and yes. the works that we actually produce in our life. Because you be, said it. You said it's behavior. You said it. You said it earlier. You said it's behavior. But what is works? Works are a behavior. It's, it's the display. It's the visible thing that we can Come see. On. Show Come me on. your faith. I'll show you my faith by my works i'll show you my confidence and my belief by what i'm doing Mm. so if i if so if it's healing that i need okay 
after he heals me, and then I'll, cause we, you know, we, Lord heal me from, from diabetes. Okay, cool. He heals you. Mm-hmm. He heals you. Mm-hmm. Boom. You done. So do I go back to the old right. lifestyle or do I create a new regimen because I don't want to go back there? The Bible says, and be not entangled again with that yoke of bondage. Right. So sickness is a yoke of bondage. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like we go back to it and we get entangled all over again because we lack the discipline to stay free. Wow. Man, we about to wrap up, man. But this big thing, man, that's been coming now because everybody's an entrepreneur. Everybody entrepreneur, man. Everybody now is going into their own business. Hey, and God be praised. If, if that's what the Lord is telling you to do, God do be praised. But there is some work Come on. that comes with starting your own business. So I, I, there, there's so you know, and we said this, man. We were chopping it up a couple weeks ago, last week about this. We get them to the point of you have a gift, you have a talent. Oh, you can make money off that. You might go and start your own business. It's easy to get an LLC. You know, you can just go online, you get that. You know, nine nine dollars. You know, here in Ohio, you get that in a matter of a thirty minutes. You know, if you got the money, it's easy. And, and everybody posting, "Who I'm starting business? I'm stepping out on faith. Got it. LLC. Yeah, you know, Aaron's mm-hmm. beard oil. You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you don't know that there's a whole lot of work that comes with that. Yeah, man. We don't tell we don't tell them that we 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 just live. Then we celebrate. Ooh, I knew you got an entrepreneur spirit, but now they struggling behind the scene because no one prepared them for the work that they gonna have to do when you step out and do this. You gonna have. I mean, there's a whole lot of training that there's there's it's it's a whole different beast, man. Handling money and if you get to the point of. Um, you, if you got a building, if you don't, it's just a lot of work, man. So how can we better equip people uh, when we tell them to step out of faith and doing stuff? And how can we better equip people so that when they are prepared for, and some stuff going to come. I mean, we can't prepare everybody for everything, but at least put them in a better place, man, to where they're ready to do what it is they feel the Lord's telling them to do, if that makes sense. Uh, go ahead, Pastor Jay. I'll, yeah, I'll follow your lead on this one. No, so I, I can speak to this firsthand. So my wife and I have started businesses, some that are still going, some that have fallen by the wayside. One thing that I know is a uh, a thing that as a body we miss out on is is the, the the shadow side of the testimony, the testimonies that didn't turn out well. Right. So we hear about the success stories, but we don't hear about the businesses that have fallen by the wayside that didn't work out. My wife and I, we it's not completely dissolved, but we had a business with the the cards and the oils and we got into it and it was so tough to manage you know along with our other schedules that it it, it, it failed mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that it failed but it, it, it did fall and in that time and, it, and we weren't able to continue to push forward with it and i believe sharing testimonies like that mm-hmm. because god has still kept us god still kept our marriage was still blessed and god is still providing for us but sharing testimonies that don't look like the success story and the highlight reels that we see on social media is vitally My important. God. Like I, 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 My I have God. to hear, I have to hear of the church. If I only look at the mega church, I'm a, I'm a new church plant pastor. 
I'm loading up the car. I'm taking the stuff. We have portable church every Sunday. So if I don't tell the other pastors coming up that it gets rough, that it is, it is really, really gruesome some days. And some days I want to quit. And sometimes I don't feel, I don't know who's going to show up. If I only show them the highlights and if I only tell them about the good days, then it will be a misrepresentation of this process. And so I have to, if there's someone in within earshot that's seeking to be a pastor, that's seeking to step out on faith, so to speak, as we mentioned, then I have to caution them against that and, and share my testimony and say, yes, if you have a word from God, by all means, please, please step out. But you also have to know that, yes, you're going to be, that's why the Bible talks about blessings with persecution. Jesus always coupled it. Yeah, it's going to be a blessing, but you're also going to have people that hate you and despitefully use you and run your name down and you're going to have to bear a cross. Jesus was so good at telling his testimony with all the tough sides packaged in. Right. Like he told us yeah, everything man. up front. And sometimes we don't tell everything up front when we tell people to follow Jesus or to respond to a word of God or a word of faith. We have to tell them up front that it comes with some tough stuff that this is a, this is a, it's not a cakewalk. It's a death walk that you're going to literally die, die. every single day that you respond to a word from God. So yeah. telling the shadow side of that testimony, I believe is so, so, I can't stress that enough because, you know, you all, we all understand that, that euphoric feeling that we get when we envision, you know, with, with faith, oh my goodness, we get excited to share, God gave me a word that my ministry right. is going to reach nations and we get excited oh. about that. But sometimes we need to be brought back down to understand, yes, you have a word, but it's going to oh. cost you. Oh, everything oh, it is man, literally going talking. to cost you everything you jesus talking. knew that he was the son of god and it cost him his entire everything. life, life. <laughs> he yeah. knew that from jump he knew he was born to die and it cost him everything so we have to caution especially in the the christian space we have to caution believers that it's going to cost you everything if you're responding if to you, the word of god it's going if to you, cost. if you tell me if you tell me and it, it for you know as pastors if you tell me if you you if you tell me something sobering because that euphoria it lasts and yeah. then like all of a sudden but you don't want to see me grow you don't want to see me successful it's not that i don't want to see you successful i just don't want to see you out here talking about you know because like you said we have this highlight real faith mm. and we only we, we show everybody yeah. the success stories but ain't what? nobody seeing the the tears you cry at night, the time yeah, that you want to give up quitting, the time Absolutely. that you're lugging the, the PA system in your car, the time where, where you, you got two cars, but one car broke down or one car got repoed because I wasn't Come working on. and they couldn't make enough money. You know, Listen, all these man. things. Come on. Oh, man, congratulations, man. Passion Church. Oh, woo. Wonderful. Yes. But ain't nobody there to help set up in the morning. Right. Ain't nobody there to help set out, with, to tear down mm -hmm. when church is over with. None of that. None Come of that. On. God gave me a word. I'm going to the nations. No, you're not going probably to the nations. Maybe to your block <laughs> if you are obedient enough. My God. You're not really going, you know, because we want to go to the nations, but we don't know what it takes to go to the nations. Yes, sir. It just sound good. Sound it sound good. great. Yes, sir. Ooh, like you to your so to you, Pastor Aaron, what do we say and what do we do? We speak responsibly. Mm. We have to we have to speak responsibly. Um, and oftentimes, especially in marriage and in ministry, 
the most sobering person in that relationship is your wife. Mm, yeah. Hello. Mm, like, I'm on, that's so like, good. Because a lot of the times there were things that I wanted to do and my wife was like, sounds good. But <laughs> mm -hmm. then she got to keep it a whole buck. Like, but you ain't got enough follow through for that. Ooh. And so like, she was like, I know what you got. I know she, but the thing is they're married to you. Right. So they know you. They know mm -hmm. if you got if you got good follow through, if you don't have good follow through. Mm -hmm. They 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 mm -hmm. know if you know, like my wife, sometimes you no, know, if you're if you like are people person or like they know your temperament. But mm -hmm. we have a responsibility to speak. Our job is to speak responsibility and speak sobering. Um and and tell them again, hey, all right, I know you're excited, but come on back and and sit down. And let's dissect this. Let's unpack all of this. Yeah. So if you say God says you're going to the nations, okay, cool. Let's unpack this. So what does going to the nations mean to you? Right. And if right. they cannot explain what going to the nations mean, because oftentimes what going to the nations look like to them is the person who's an itinerant speaker, mm. who's traveling and their itinerary is full and they own planes and trains and automobiles and buses. And you know, now everybody, like you said, the advent of social media, it it we are delusional and we are preaching a lie because social media makes us all look good. And matter of fact, social media has uh brought out the the hidden narcissist in all of us. Mm. Because we fall in love a lot of times with ourselves. No one shows the failures, no one. But I think that we need to start showing the failures. That's good. Because I, I think people will appreciate that more than they will the success stories. Yes, sir. Show the show, you know, the oil business and the car businesses that you know that we were doing, but we couldn't maintain them because number one, our schedule was crazy and we didn't know how to prioritize. Show that. Absolutely. You know, and, and you know, and show 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 that. Because the thing is, being an entrepreneur, Bishop Lyon said this one time and um because he and I talked alone, like well before we left. Um, and I remember when I turned 30 years old and I cried like a baby the night I turned 30 years old because the following day I was going to work at McDonald's. A 30-year-old man with a family wow. going to work at McDonald's, right? And so he says, you know, sometimes it's duty over destiny. Wow. I said, boy, okay, I, I get it, right? You know, because bills still have to be paid. And then, you know, you're talking about becoming an entrepreneur because, you know, everybody was doing prepaid legal, Melaleuca, uh, what else was they doing? They was selling cell phones. They was doing everything. All kind of stuff. Come on. And so when you having these meetings, folks calling you out the blue that you ain't talked to in 12 years, hey, man, do you think that they just want to catch up? No, it's a whole business pitch. But he said this, you want to go from a nine to five to a 24 mm seven. -hmm. And often we ain't ready for the 24 right. seven. Right. That's we, so good. It sounds good to be an entrepreneur, but I'm gonna be my own boss. Did you have work ethic when you were working for someone? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like That's did, it. if you ain't had no get up and go about yourself when you were working in the office under someone, what makes you think you're gonna have some get up and go and you working for yourself? Man, listen. <laughs> so and we gotta we just gotta be responsible with what we say and and just we I think really um and this is no slight to anybody, any of the pastors and things of that nature, but I really think um, that we really have to study um, and break the word of God down 
and we have to be practical and pragmatic with it to help others, especially the baby believers, and understand that a lot of stuff that we say is church culture, you know, um, and and they help them through that and show them like it's going to take work. Salvation takes work. Like when we say we give our life to Christ, that's one thing, but staying free and and walking in the holiness that mm -hmm. takes work that takes discipline paul said what like you said pastor jay i die daily, daily. and Lord. dying daily takes work yeah yeah oh, Lord. man i i appreciate y'all y'all something we could be on this call for another hours, <laughs> man, because I, I just pray that as we mature in christ as everyone matures mm -hmm. in christ that we start to look at scriptures and and really Bug the cliches and all the you know stuff that people say just to make you dance, but let's really mature as we study the word of God. And this is one thing, man. Faith without works is dead. It's in the word of God. So that lets us know that their works and faith, not talking about salvation, but works and faith have to go hand in hand. Absolutely. In Absolutely. The have to. It has to go hand, hand in hand. It has to go hand in hand. Any final thoughts, fellas? And then if nothing else, Pastor Jay, you can pray us out, man. Uh, Pastor Will, please. Final um, thoughts. I just, to whoever is listening to this, I hope you don't get discouraged um, by what you hear. Because we're not attacking, um, right? I guess, your belief system. What we are attacking, not even attacking, but what we are trying to address is sometimes the misconceptions and the misnomers of faith and you know and what faith is and what it isn't um so just hear us with you know with a sober mind and open ears um and through a lens um of of honesty this is what we're we're speaking of we're not attacking your faith we're not attacking your pastor um but we just really want people to understand as uh um, aaron said that faith and works are like hand and glove it, it, you they go hand in hand. You cannot have faith and not have the works because our works are directly connected to the faith. You show me your faith, but I'm going to show you my faith by my works. That's right. My works are the display. It is the behavior. It is, is what you see. So that is, that is what it is. It's not about salvation, but this is actually about, okay, I go from believing God to now putting into focus and putting, like putting the actual now the rubber meets the road and I'm putting the car in drive now and I'm driving the vehicle. It takes faith to start it, but I can't continue to just sit in a started car. I have to get in it and drive. That's good. So we want you to get in the car and we want you to drive. But before you do that, you have to get the lesson and learn and do all of this stuff and be trained. And you'll get your training on the road. You'll get your training behind the wheel. But know that God is patient with you. God loves you. And in order for you to even begin to walk in faith, you must be born again. Amen. Point blank, period. After all this is said and done, you have to be born again because that's where your faith begins. Amen. At the point where you are born again. Amen. Amen. That's so good. That's so, I wish I could say that last part all, all over again. I'm <laughs> Seriously. Every, everything that we said has to be summed up in where it all begins, and that's a faith and belief in Jesus Christ. Right. And, and, and birth from that is, is what you said as well, that this is a, a, a conversation of love. This is not, a, it wasn't a beat-up session. It wasn't a, uh, any type of derogatory, uh, down-talking. 
we, we've all been in these positions where we needed somebody to to keep it real with us and give us to your point again practical pragmatic steps to walk these things out that we've been so heavily impressed by by the holy spirit so one of the most frustrating things is to have a word from god but not know how to walk it out mm. so conversations like these create atmosphere disciple one another and help each other actually walk out. This is what it's all about. Yeah. It's not, I mean, if we look at it, that's what it's all about. Jesus came to, to, to model to, to humanity what it's like to walk this thing out. So mm. it takes conversations like these. It takes atmospheres of love. Love is also truth and honesty. Mm-hmm. If you love me, don't, don't tell me I look good and I, and I got only, you know, I don't know, three suits <laughs> and four, four ties and a FUBU jersey and, and wallabies and, and, and not- penny loafers. Like, please keep it real with me. Fact. So as, no, no, as an act of love, we're having this conversation truthfully and, and telling you all, man, those two have to go together again. You have to marry faith with works. And that's the only thing that's the igniter pin to allow your faith to fully function well. And so I pray that this time has been not only eye-opening, but that it's been revelatory for somebody to know what it is that God is requiring in this next season of their lives that they that they do. Faith is response. It's not risky behavior, but it is a response. David said, you said, Lord, seek your face, your face, Lord, will I seek. And so it is a response to the word of God. And so that's yeah. that's our prayer tonight is that people will have, have the grace that God would give you the grace to respond to what he's told you to do. Wow. There's something that, that only you can do on the earth. That's right. There's something that only mm. you, there's a, a word that, that the Holy Spirit will speak through you that only you can some people will only hear God's gospel through the way you have to have to share it amen and so our, our prayer is that somebody will be emboldened to pause to pray about what you've heard on this uh, on this podcast to sit in the presence of God hear what God has to say on uh, you know in alignment with what we're saying tonight and that you would respond responsibly to what the Holy Spirit is sharing with you so amen. with that being said I would love to say a prayer for us uh And I just pray that God's Holy Spirit minister to you through this prayer. So let's pray. Gracious and almighty God, man, how good and pleasant it is to dwell together in unity, God. I thank you so much for uh, the brotherhood tonight, God. I thank you for my brothers, Lord. I thank you for Pastor Will. I thank you for Minister Aaron. And I thank you for this great vision. God, you know every concern. You know every hope. You know every wish. God, you know every idea and every unction that you've placed on the hearts of your people. I pray, God, that in this atmosphere that you would bring a sobering grace to your people to where they can hear again what you're speaking to them. God, I thank you for the preceding word of God, continuing to preach directive and speak directive to to people that feel like your mouth has gone silent after they Mm. had the initial word. But God, your word says that your voice is like many waters and revelations. So God, would would your voice flow again in the ears of your hearers? God, would people have a heart to respond? And God, would you allow the word to be uh, that we spoke tonight to be practical, to give people practical tools to walk out obedience for you, God? We thank you for grace to believe. And God, we thank you for grace and strength to respond. So Father, tonight, go with us. I pray a blessing over every hearer. Would you bless us, keep us, cause your face to shine on us and be gracious to us. Father, would you lift up your smile upon us, give us your favor, grant us your peace, and get, grant us grace to put works with our faith. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 God bless you all. Thank you for watching. Y'all have a good one.